Previously on Gresh and Fourier. Given the uh, state of your body after a long NFL career, you might not be able to throw skates on or anything like that. Or nor would you want to. You'd have to wear a football helmet because if you go down backwards, you're not protecting your head. Oh, I would wear uh, wrist guards like they do for rollerblading. I would wear those. I wouldn't want to break my wrist when I fall. I would definitely wear a helmet Mm -hmm. and probably like like a spine pad and a butt pad. This is Gresh and Fourier. I think we're all better players for having him as our coach. And I think there was a level of accountability and discipline that he had that Maybe we didn't always want to hear it, but in the end, when we reflect back, we're happy that we did hear it and that we went through it. I think my point in saying with, with Coach Belichick is I'm, you know, I obviously express my gratitude toward him a lot, as I should. And whatever he chooses to do, I'm sure he'll go at it 100% like he always has. Andy Gresh. And then you have three of the NFL's all-time great players in the go to Tom. Julian's an all-time great future Hall of Famer. And then myself, and one thing we have in common is being able to be coached by by Bill Belichick. I call him the greatest coach to ever do it. I just think that when you have a guy to be able to bring the greatness out of great players, that speaks a lot. Christian Fourier. Bill and the coaches were kind of, they were Congress. They would make the laws. And Tommy and Randy and the Vrabels and the Kevin Falks and the Troy Browns and the Wes Welkers, they were the sheriffs out there policing the damn laws. So the coaches never did anything. The accountability came from the guys because you didn't want to be on the end of the joke if you didn't do your job because it embarrassed you. Gresh and Fourier right now. Caramelized onions and and marshmallows and mushrooms. On WEEI. Good to have Billy back. Slid right back in the seat like you never missed a day. Here we go. Oh, here we go. Oh, here we go. Big, 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 Mayo big Hunt. day. Big day. Oh, big yeah. Day today. Big, big day in the uh, life of Gerard Mayo because at noon you will hear the introductory press conference where Robert Kraft, Jonathan Kraft, and Gerard Mayo are all expected to be there on the dais. We've uh, sort of reached out to some of our own, uh, Andy Hart, you know, Cadlake, people like that, wondering if there's going to be kind of like the breaking off and everyone does their separate corner, you know. Uh, well, Jonathan Kraft will be over here near this uh, empty locker at uh, 1215. You all can, you know, assemble and gather and all that kind of stuff. And uh, no one really knows if there's going to be the whole breaking off after the press conference. So you know what, Foyer? Maybe, just maybe, those three will have to answer some questions today from the assembled media once we get past all of the, you know, here's your letterman's jacket, congratulations, sit down, Gerard, you're now the guy. Yeah, and I also, and I don't know how you feel about this, but I do think this opening press conference will, for at least in the short term, will will say a lot about how fans kind of, you know, view you. Mm-hmm. Like, your press conference is important, and there's a lot of guys out there that screw it up, that completely screw it up, and, the, and they're left with those images and those uh, promises, and that's the one thing I would tell them. If yeah. I could give them any... The, what would be the Christian Fourier advice? Longtime NFL player. You've played for many coaches. Yep. You've been in the media covering many a press conference. Oh, yeah. What would you advise Gerard Mayo to not do today? Okay, uh... Here's what uh, don't the number one thing the number one thing I would say okay. and there's there's a bunch but I would say don't make any promises don't guarantee 
anything. Don't guarantee. You know what? I would go out there and I would say, this is an unbelievable challenge. I've never seen a worse team in my life. I would lower oh, the bar. We're going to go forward, and we're going to go forward. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, right, you see all these press conferences, Gresh, and, and everybody comes out with they've never felt better in their life. Everybody's yeah. high as can be, and they're just happy, and they can't believe that they're actually the head coach of a national football team. You see it in college, too, in the Blue Blood programs. These guys come up. They uh, all do the same like stupid Kalen, thing. Like Kalen DeBauer when he took the Alabama job. It's That's going to be a disaster. It's easily a disaster. <laughs> yeah. It's like I'm just waiting for it. It'll, two years, it'll $90 million payout, and the thank you very much, he'll go fishing somewhere. It won't be uh, as bad as Dion will flame out, oh. but it's going to be bad. But and, anyway. And, and that would be... Like, really, honestly, the most important thing. Don't and, make any and, dumb promises. And just, just be yourself. We have dealt with Bill Belichick and his pressers and pre and post and weekly availability. Please just be yourself. If you F up, F up with pride. If you say something stupid, just own it. Like, we all make – just be – I don't think anyone really knows what he is like. I You see him, what he's really like – is what you saw when he was with Tom E. Kern on that uh, Quicksland show. He's got personality. He's funny. He's witty. He's passionate. He's obviously tough from his playing career. Just be that guy. Mm. Just be that guy. Mm. Don't try. Uh, again, don't try to be Bill. No, I. and here's the thing. I think Gerard Mayo is just naturally going to come across that way. I think for a lot of people, there is the excitement of, Ooh, I'm not going to have to hear Bill be dismissive anymore. Okay, you might have someone in there who might not be dismissive, but he's going to say as little as Bill did. I am firmly, we might get a little more, but that guy we saw on Quick Slants, that Gerard Mayo, that guy who was affable, who was funny, who could joke around, who we knew could break down football, he's real good at that. He was real good at that on TV. That part, okay, we get the football part that he gets, but I think there's an expectation that we're going to go from Bill Belichick to the damn, you know, super terrific happy hour like on uh, Seinfeld back in the day where everybody is saying, you know, that it's going to be. Sabado uh -huh. Sabado Gigante. I mean, like, yeah, Sabado Gigante. That's right. Yeah. That guy, Don Francisco. Yeah. Sabado Gigante. I wish it was, I wish it was like that. Yeah, I think there are some who think that, oh, we're going to get the wild swing. This, I'm not it expecting that out of this guy at all. And then, then it's a mistake. If he tries to do the, I'm not saying anything, there's a reason why Bill can do it. Time out. Just quickly. Go ahead. You're the one who educated me. Mayo can say it nicely, but say nothing. That's what I expect. In that, when you, because I want to stop you on the whole, he's not going to be like Bill and be terse or whatever. But do we think we're getting information out of him? What's up, Bird do, Gang? Do we think we're really going to get a massive difference in, again, there won't be the dismissiveness, and maybe he'll say some of it with a smile, but you're the one who educated me in doing the interviews with him that he's a guy who can say a lot, say it nicely, but in the end, he's said absolutely nothing, which is what Bill did. He just did it dismissively I at would, times. I would say, you know, as a as a player, and even even when we went to the Super Bowl a couple of years ago, we had him on because he was doing the whole Mayo Bowl or something like that. He had this whole oh, like, yeah, yeah, thing that's right. where I he came that. on, and it was great, and he was still a coach, and 
you know, I'm just saying that, you know, of course the information needs to be guarded. Any coach who just is no coach is going to freely give away like information. A buddy be, Hackett did. That's why. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but I mean, and there, but there's there's a ton of those guys that just say stupid stuff. Right. So yeah, but the being I, there is an error of like hostility with Bill. There is an error of. Uh, God, how do I ask this question? Uh, 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 let's catch him in a lie, you know, because he was so uh, he was so uh, you know he was avoiding any sort of you know you know uh, discussion about anything that's going on. So he was always avoiding it, and he was always escaping, right? And even when you thought you had him backed up again uh, into the corner, like somehow he got away. So I think that was the relationship. How do I get him to say it? So he's always on edge. He's always aware of somebody trying to get him to say something that he doesn't want to say. So there's long pauses, very thoughtful answers that lead nowhere. I'm just saying every other coach that has been under Bill Belichick that has gone to another team, they always do the whole the mini Bill thing. Oh, yeah. they All of them do the mini Bill thing. Nobody wants mini Bill. Like, nobody. So you're going to see and hear, because we'll have it at 12 o'clock live, you will hear right away what you're going to get from him. And I will tell you when it's over whether you should be concerned or not. Well, I think some of what might leave us concerned is what we hear from Robert and Jonathan Kraft. Because I think it's pretty evident there's a, I'm taking back my organization going on right now from both Robert and Jonathan. So are they going to provide some clarity on the GM situation? Or is this going full-blown Jerry Jones where not that Jonathan Kraft's going to name himself the general manager. Don't get me wrong. The Kraft's would be much less. They would be much more coy about whatever would be going on behind the scenes. But there is that part of me that wonders, oh, boy, they got control. They got control of the wheel once again. Do they know how to drive this thing the way it needs to be driven? Because it's very clear that Bill Belichick was a bit of a dictator, even to the owners where it, I mean, to there, say the there least, was, was there a, was there a hyphen? There's there a no, gap? there wasn't. Uh, no, I mean, could he have put been. the emphasis on dick. Yeah, I, uh, he was a dictator. Uh, <laughs> that's just my Western Pennsylvania coming out. I kind of like it though. But uh, <laughs> but that's not going to be the case with Gerard Mayo. So how much of this is the hey Gerard? Let me run this idea by you. That would never happen with Bill. He would be like, no, it's terrible. Get out of here. Whereas, Honestly. whereas, what is Gerard yeah. going to do? Oh, sure. Come on, boss. Come on. Have a yeah. seat. Oh, come out here. Yeah, let's see, take there's a listen. There's the camera for the draft. The camera. Hey, why don't you come talk to me like you're whispering in my ear and, and like, say something real profound. But don't even say anything. I don't, and I'll act like you said something really profound. And they're not, again, I don't, I'm not saying that Robert and Jonathan are going to run with it the way Jerry Jones is. But th- there is a very clear, oh, the guy's out of the building. We can breathe again. We can speak our peace. We know someone's going to listen to us where they're not really forced to listen to you, even though they are, because you're signing their checks and all that kind of stuff. I'm I'm just as interested in hearing from not only Robert, but maybe Jonathan even a little bit more. Because, again, this is signaling a big change in the organization. And like I would love it. It would make me feel better if I heard the crafts be like, listen, yes. We're all excited. It's a new era. It's been a while. Blah blah. Whatever in the world it is. No, we're not. We're not pulling a Jerry Jones. We're not going to put ourselves in a situation to where we're picking players now. Even though there's a bunch of people out there in Patriot Nation who think that Robert Kraft picked Mac Jones. So, you know, which I think is, 
Well, now some of those people are going to be betwixt and between. Because if it was, well, Robert picked Mac Jones, and it feels like there's a grabbing of the wheel once again, then the nervousness should kind of set in. Or it was the big bad wolf is gone in Bill Belichick, and now they might do that. And those who thought that would have been wrong on Mac the whole time, but now they're going to get what they want. Now you'll get RKK or JK in there with a little more input on, hey, let's, you know, let's take Hassan Pfeffer Johnson from Butthole State. So with that, I know we got a break real quick because we got a lot to get to in a short time to get there. But at 11, uh, we're going to do 11, is it 11.20 that we're going to do an example? Oh, yeah. At, at about 11.30, we're going to okay. bust into uh, uh, great coaching press conferences yes. of yesteryear. It's almost like a buyer beware. Here's what, because it's right up against you know, Mayo speaking at 12. So we'll tell you what it sounds like when somebody screws it up. You know what I'd also love to know, too? Are people really excited for today? It's a good question. 617-779-7937. Is there that level of excitement? It's like, yes, we're turning the page. Here we go. Or is it just kind of meh? Hmm. We'll see. Because I don't know about you. I'm not sensing... Patriot Nation being like, yes, signature day in the organization. I don't Interesting. know. Maybe I'm wrong. We'll get to it. You can watch us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Boston WEEI. You can also go to YouTube, type in WEEI, click on the live link right there. Now, more Gresham Fourier on WEEI. Excitement level at a what? Are we at a 10? Are we at a 1? 617-779-7937. I hate to say this, but it feels a little tepid for the uh, noon presser today, yeah. does it not? I will say this. Uh, so I'll go first because um, I, maybe people just don't get what's happening. I don't know. I would think that most people would be excited. But maybe there is legit, like, you know, the loyalists who, regardless of who you replace Bill with, they will never accept another coach, even if it's the likable, lovable Gerard Mayo. Because mm -hmm. that's what it's turning into. Likable, lovable Gerard Mayo. Nobody ever says anything bad about Gerard Mayo. And there really is no need to because everybody likes him. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, he's like a good guy. Like, nobody... No, and, if you never, looked, and if you looked at this year's team, you would say, well, the defense wasn't a big problem. Yeah, and everybody's rooting for him. Okay? Mm -hmm. it's uh, So... I would say, based on that question, the excitement level, and I'll speak for everybody. I'll speak for everybody. Oh, you're speaking yes, for a region. I'm speaking for the, I'm speaking for the region. I'm going to say, so what is it? So 10 being super-duper excited, like Taylor Swift is coming to town and you have front-row tickets excited? Or are we talking like, you know, what, stuck in traffic in the middle of a snowstorm with no gas type excitement, mm. okay, which I think would happen to some people? That uh, I'm going to go with I'm going to go with 1 to 10, 10 being best. I think it's like at a four, uh, and that might be a stretch. I feel like it's a, it's at a four. Some of the uh, Twitchers jumped right in when we mentioned this. Uh, Bradders nineteen eighty, f no, and then this, which is a real smack in the face. I now know how the Giants fans felt when McAdoo replaced Tom yeah. Coughlin. <laughs> and to, again, Man. to somebody on the Twitch stream, okay. Uh, and I lost it. Oh, yeah, here it is. Uh, $10 shake. Our guy, $10 shake. Foyer, I'm not getting excited about a press conference. Sorry. Forget about the press conference. We're not talking about are you excited about the press conference. Are you excited about what's about to happen? Like, this is the yeah. first day one 
of the next three years of your life. Uh, this is, uh, yeah. I mean, in many, many ways, the chapter, a chapter of our sports lives closed when Bill Belichick walked out the door. Now, for some Patriot fans, depending on how old you are, this is chapter three, chapter 10, depending on how old you are, except there normally is the level of excitement around someone new coming in. And I know that we know Gerard Mayo, but I felt with some of the reaction with Bill leaving, the yay, he's gone, yeah. that there would be the yes. Today is a new day, you know? It's like the the uh it's like the start of a season, you know? A new dawn has emerged yeah. here for 2020. That kind of deal. And yet I'm not sensing that there are people jumping up and down being like, "Yes, we kept him and now he's our guy." I think people are scared. Oh, you bet your, I think they're scared. Bet your ass I know you're out there. I know you're the all, unknown. You're scared. You don't want to commit. Because you, you know the odds are that it's not going to work. We the rolled odds it. are we rolled that out it's the not evidence. going to work, and it doesn't mean because he's not going to try. And right. it's not. And even I heard Dante Scarnecchi on this morning. Uh, hi, Dante. Great interview, by the way. Miss you. He's the best. Um, like basically saying the same thing. Like like we were talking about. Like how difficult it is once you find once you put your feet up there and you're calling the plays and you're doing this and you're managing everything and you've never done it before, you're going to screw up. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're going to screw up personnel-wise. You're going to screw up uh, clock management-wise, uh, philosophy-wise, you know, and to, to what we are talking about. Okay, so uh, Dante mentioned this, and we've mentioned it before also. Are you an analytics guy? Are you a go-for-on-fourth-down-all-the-time guy? Are you, are, are you or are you wishy-washy? Or do you not even know who you are? Or do you just say, well, we'll manage the situation, which is what Bill would say, except Gerard might say, well, the smile, which makes some people feel better about getting that answer. Regardless. As hollow as it is. Regardless, he's going to get some time. Like, you're going to award him time. You're going to uh, 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 award him mulligans because he's going to screw up. You're going to be forced, Tommy Curran, to be critical of your buddy. You're going to have to call him out for doing something stupid. Uh, okay, that's fine. I'm fully, yeah, okay. I'm, I, too, will give him the benefit of the doubt. So do you think there's a little bit of a nice guy factor as to why? Because I thought the, the whole thought of, oh, we have a nice guy in there now would make some people happy unless bitching about Bill in a press conference was just an easy way to complain about the guy because there wasn't a lot to complain about with him. Yeah, and I would also add this. Like you, on the whole, the, the the most people in, in the New England region, like Patriot fans, have have dealt with the extremes of of every situation. The extreme Bill is the best, and and he's his personality is the extreme. He's the he's the he's not the rule. He's the exception. Brady, he's the extreme. Like <sighs> nobody lives in that solar system with him. No. He's the only planet in that. Same with Bill. And in a way, you could probably say Kraft, throw, throw them all out there, all right, uh, and they're all in, you know cut from the same cloth. So nobody who replaces him is going to come close to matching him. Good. Nobody expects you to. Right. Nobody. I don't expect you to, but it's weird that 
most people, I feel like, are not excited about this change. They're almost apprehensive. Well, it's funny because some of the texters have been jumping in since you and I have been uh, going down this road, right? So uh, let's see here. We got one, the 603 in caps, who was uh, very excited. Somebody wants to know the over-under on how many times we will hear big shoes to fill. Uh, the 508, I'll worry about how he is as the coach of the football team when the season starts. For now, I'm more worried about the team building, i.e. the draft picks and free agency. We've got one, uh, 978, let's be honest, this guy isn't ready to be a head coach. Dumb move. 802, a lot of people think this is a mistake. How about this from the 781? Waiting a week for the press conference has caused any excitement to die down. I'm not so sure about that. I think because of the enormity of Bill leaving, if Bill walked out the door on a Thursday and then it was, hey, here's Gerard in on a Friday, it would have been a little bit of a too soon deal. You kind of, and I think for Gerard Mayo's sake, you didn't want that to happen. Yeah. The day after Bill leaves, it's here's Gerard. Eh, kind of wanted to slow down a little bit. To the phones we go, 617-779-7937. Are you excited for today? A lot of the Belichick haters, I would think this is a banner day. Or is it a day of realization? Uh-oh. Realization. Oh. Meaning that... Uh, Come to Jesus moment? Hey, are, are we now just like everyone else in the NFL? That answer right now is yes. Let's go to Coach in New Hampshire. First up, aggression for you. What's up, Coach? Morning, guys. I think you guys, the crafts, the players on the team, myself, even media members, everybody probably would have preferred that the Patriots have played well over the last five years and Bill was still our coach. I really believe that. But here is how I peel back the onion. They have not scored points, even in Tom Brady's last year and then the ensuing four years. They have not scored points. And when you don't score points, you're not going to be competitive. They're decent on special teams. They're very good on defense. But they haven't scored points. And I'm sorry. We have to embrace change. So my question to Gerard Mayo today would be simple. Gerard? This team hasn't scored points in five years. What are you going to do about it? I'm curious. That's how I simplify it. I don't need to uh, go back to arguments between Kraft and Belichick and decisions and everything. This is football. This is winning games. You either score or you don't. Thank you, guys. Wow. Uh, Coach laying it down there, and I would say that is one of the bigger mysteries surrounding Gerard Mayo. How, How does he view offense? Well, that's a good question, and I would my answer would be, uh, how do I? Oh, thank you for the question, uh, Karen. Good to see you again. Um, I view it as an opportunity to Wouldn't score a Tom? lot of points. Wouldn't it be? Uh, yeah, Tom is, Tom, is Tom? Tom Curran going to get every question? <laughs> uh, Tom in the front now. Uh, Mike, Tom in the back. Mike Reese uh, has been usurped as the first yeah. question asker. Yeah. Um, oh, Karen. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's go to Dave in Springfield with Gretchen Fourier. Good morning, Dave. Hey, good morning. I have that's a simple question. Do you feel that the Crafts thought it was easier, more user friendly to go with Gerard Mail? They know him. He's part of the Patriot culture. Instead of going outside the box and bringing in fresh new talent, new ideas, like the last caller said, sometimes you got to think outside the box. 
Parcells, Carroll. You know, you got to come with something new because what was old was not working, whether it was Belichick or anybody else, right? They have to change the game plan. They got to use a new formula. Otherwise, going to find themselves back in the same situation they were before. Do you think that the, the, the crafts just felt it would be easier to promote from within or look outside for better talent with new ideas? Thanks, Dave. A question for you off that I, caller. By okay. the way, the answer is, of course, it was the safer way to go. And Robert Kraft was also doing the gut feel thing yeah. like he had with Belichick because he feels it with Mayo. Sorry. Is this literally just uh, the same house but just a new coat of paint inside? Did we just redo the floors and paint the walls? I mean, it well, feels... that's the that's the fear and the worry is that, and I've been screaming it all along. We're going to take the smartest, most experienced guy out of the equation and leave everybody else to run things the way it is. That's what it kind of it feels like. Well, it, I don't see. I you know you hit on that, but I, it it's listen. If if it isn't salvageable, it isn't salvageable. Regardless if you if he's the smartest guy in the room, like it just wore itself out, and I don't think it was fixable. And and I mean. And a lot of divorces happen like that. Yeah, you know, I, we know see, we're better together, but, eh, you know. I don't think the system was necessarily broken. I don't think Belichick can't coach. I think people don't like the way he goes about things. But if you look at, uh, you know, but if you look at some of the teams that are left in the playoffs right now, uh, I think Bill Belichick offensively wants to be a hell of a lot closer to, say, what Detroit does versus what, uh, say, even Baltimore does. Because I don't think Bill is a big believer in the whole quarterback being a part of your running game. He has a certain vision as to how the quarterback is supposed to be. And I know people think it needs to be different, but it doesn't. I, I don't think what Bill does is fundamentally broken. Uh, the question is, does Gerard Mayo look at that, think the same thing, and just wants to put a couple of tweaks on it? Or are we about to go through, as I would say, Fourier, system overload when it comes to offense? As in, you're going to tear it down and try to do something different. Here's all I know. You're not going to be able to do much with what is here. There are pieces, as we've said, but if the, if the Crafts and Mayo just go out and spend a bunch of money to throw it at the, to, to uh, fix the problem, which they are going to have to on some level, but, Christian, unless it's really unconventional, there are going to be a lot of people who are going to say, yeah, you could have done all that with Belichick, too. And that's where I wonder if we're going to land on this. Because I'm not expecting Gerard Mayo to come in here and be like, my dream quarterback is Lamar Jackson. I'm going to go find one like him, and then we're going to go do a bunch of stuff that Baltimore does. I'm not so sure that that's the case. Adams in Canton with Gresham Fourier. What's up, Adam? Guys, this presser's a nothing burger to me because I don't think Belichick, the coach, was the problem. The players didn't quit on him throughout the entire season. The players just stunk. Belichick, the GM, was the problem, and they still haven't fixed it. I don't know, I don't know what, we're, what we're doing here. Well, I think there's a couple different things. Number one is the, uh, I mean, it starts with, what does Mayo think about the quarterbacks? Does he look at Mac Jones and think, okay, this guy can be salvaged. Bill put him in bad spots. Here's what I would do with him. Or do they look at some of the new guys and does Gerard Mayo does Gerard Mayo look at the New England Patriots right now and think, "Oh, it's just like the Bears. When the Bears got Justin Fields, here we go. We can hey, it's my guy. We're going to saddle up and ride in a couple years we'll be okay." 
or you end up in the situation that Chicago's in right now where they don't know which way to go and they're betwixt and between and they've got a guy who they don't really know if he can play, but he kind of shows flashes. You know what I mean? Like that's like, does Gerard Mayo look at this and has said to Robert Kraft, look, let's get this thing back up to where we need to be. Here's who I would like in free agency. Let's have a big discussion about it. Or do they just look at it and say, nope, we're going to go young in which God help you. Because if I'm taking, I don't know about you, Christian, if I'm taking over for Mayo, I want him to go sign a veteran QB that can come in and be my guy, not walk in with a neophyte and then say to people on a side of the ball that I don't really control, by the way, here you go, grow this guy for me. Uh, isn't that extra level of risk? Go to, oh, okay. Where you want? Where I want one. I want someone who's excited. Okay. Tim, Tim in right, Springfield is go. legitimately excited. Right, All Tim? Right. All right, Tim, go ahead. How are you? Hey, how are you, fellas? Uh, I'm looking forward to it. It's a new era, and it'll be more interesting to see when Bill has his first press conference and he starts naming Matt Patricia and the usual suspects, and then if you're Jerry Jones or wherever he's going, you're just going to pull over nearest bridge and jump off because that's what it was going to and uh, leave something different. If we're going to lose, we know that we're rebuilding. We got a new guy, so we're able to take it. But if we had uh, Belichick again and we're going down the same path, you know, what gives? Who's telling the truth? Who's actually spending the money? Who's not? You know, we don't need that. We just need to have, you know, be able to go and we're paying for a product. Let's go see it. And hopefully it's good. Hmm. Thanks. Uh, Tim, yeah, that wasn't the rah-rah, uh, hey, no, I'm wasn't. super excited. It wasn't. It. Yeah, somebody yeah. in the Twitch chat makes a good point. They'd be like, uh, the proof is in the way your show is today. It's Mayo Day. However, the talk is Bill, Bill, Bill. They're not over it yet. Can't and, quit them. And that's kind of to be expected because, again, there are people who are roaming New England right now that identify as New England Patriots fans, and the only thing they know is Bill Belichick and winning. So there will be some who will definitely have a, a bit of a skewed view. But, again, I know the guy called to yell at me because Dick McPherson's a nice guy, but all I have to do is mention that name for some Patriot fans, and they start to, like, break out in hives or, like, be like, oh, i got to leave the room because you just don't want to hear that name because you realize what it was like in 91 and 92, and then eventually in 93, Drew gets here and things start to change a little bit. But, man, oh, man. How about this? Let's go to uh, – we'll see if this guy's still hanging on oh, from geez. the Greg Hill show. Want to give it a whirl? It's oh, out. God. That's, uh, might as well. All right. Uh, Kyle out in the uh, great state of Colorado with Gretchen Fourier. Hello, Kyle. Whew, I thought you guys forgot me. Um, I'll be your raw rock guy. Hey, I'm pretty excited for this. New Leaf, um, it doesn't really matter. This team's not going to be good for a couple of years anyway with this um, you know, personnel on the team. So I'm excited to see what a new coach, new blood, what that'll do. I'm excited for this next chapter of the life. All right, there, so Kyle. Just, All right, know. so he was hanging on. He wanted to talk about something different, and uh, there we go. He was. Uh, oh. He's kind of okay. Jerry in Framingham, go ahead, Jerry. Hey, boys. So, so I see this as a, a dead man walking press conference. Um, I think it's the start of a coaching carousel that's going to have us uh, Patriots circa nineteen seventy, nineteen eighty for. Maybe the rest of my life. I'm in my mid to late 60s, and I'm thinking I might never get a whiff of the Super Bowl, you know, Patriots Super Bowl again. I, I just 
I don't know. I, I think the ship is sinking, and, and it's, you know, that, that iceberg, Captain, has really done, a, done some damage to this ship, and we're going down. Iceberg right wow, ahead. Oh, Jerry. Holy cow. By the way, I never would have guessed that Jerry would have been in the uh, mid-60s. Oh, he sounds like he's call. 25. No, he, he sounded uh, spring and right? spry. Absolutely. Uh, all right. Well, there well, you go. We will, we will bring you this... Uh, We'll bring you this uh, mildly exciting press conference coming up mildly at noon. Mildly exciting. There you go. I mean, uh, it sounds like the crowd is going mild for this right now. Uh, coming up, the Atlanta Falcons have interviewed Bill Belichick and Jim Harbaugh. So who would you rather have? And is Atlanta a sneaky destination for one or both of these guys because it's something that maybe we didn't anticipate. And some news on Mike Tomlin next. Remember, you can listen to WEEI on your smart speaker. Just say, play 93.7 WEEI. Now, more of Gresh and Fourier on WEEI. Gerard Mayo press conference at noon. You will hear it live right here with Gresh and Fourier. On Boston and New England Sports Original, WEEI. Don't forget to subscribe to the Gresh and Fourier podcast. All you need to do is click the subscribe button. That's it. You subscribe. Everything will be dropped right into your phone or the device of your choice. And uh, I do believe uh, coming soon, not only like our interviews and our normal stupidity, but uh, full show drop as well. Uh, coming to those of you who subscribe to the Gresh and Fourier program and you get them podcasts dropped right into the device of your choice. Fourier, the Falcons have uh, now interviewed Jim Harbaugh mm. for their head coach opening. Now, I know that uh, the Falcons technically have a general manager in Terry Fontenot. It feels... Feels like Christian, in terms of this particular search with Atlanta, Terry Fontenot will be employed until May first. Oh, really? Yeah, because this person who's walking in the door will do both jobs. They will tell that guy, "You just go sit and wait out until the owner tells you to leave." Uh, but do all the work, like you know, break down players, yeah, have yeah. your scouts Line do whatever. Them all up. Line them up. I'm going to pick them, and then you're going to leave and uh, sign our friend. Or you'll be the guy that I deem, oh, you're worthy enough to work for me because you'll be subservient enough, and then we'll kind of go from there. See, I thought that it was interesting that uh, uh, Harbaugh also interviewed with the Falcons. And I'm curious if you think, like, what you think about who would interview better. Like, who would do a better job convincing Arthur Blank that this that they're right for the job? Well, I think it would be Bill, only from this standpoint. There's much more mystery about Bill Belichick than there is Jim Harbaugh. If I walk into a room and I'm meeting Jim Harbaugh, I have an idea as to what I'm going to get. Like, I know how the guy... I know how he acts. I know how he coaches. I know he's a little nutty. It's kind of one of those he is who he is. I don't think with Jim Harbaugh there's much chameleon. Whereas with Bill Belichick, he is a chameleon. He's different with players. Then he's different with media. Then he's different with the owner. Then he's different with season ticket holders. We hear all these stories of, oh, I can't believe 
Bill, you know, like when you know, oh, Bill's funny. My God, it wasn't just Ordway being like, oh, I've known him forever. He's a funny guy. When people started to realize it, it's like, oh, wait a minute. There is a human being in there. And I would think that there's so much mystery wrapped around that, that if you're another owner, and let's be real, I'm sure Kraft has bitched to some of these guys about Bill. So I'm sure some of the owners would be like, wow, I didn't find him to be that way at all. That's because you're meeting the facsimile of Bill who wants to get the job. Yeah, see, I, I think they're similar. I think they're... Really? I, I do think Harbaugh is, like, you, 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 you. I think you explained him for the most part correctly, but I do think he's tough to deal with. I do think that he is unpredictable. I do think that he has a clear message, but I also feel like he doesn't want anybody, you know... He's been a head coach before. It works. His his press conference are just as odd as Bill's. They're just wrapped in a different bow, um, I think. And I was, like, thinking about Arthur Blank, and I was thinking about Bill, you know. And if I'm Bill, I want this job. Atlanta? I want this job. Even more than Dallas? I want this job. Here's why. Okay. I can push Arthur Blank around. Oh. I can push him around. Arthur Blank. Will be rolling around, and uh, he won't be able to get into any of the meetings. He won't be able to show up on draft day. Like, Bill will push him around. Absolutely. And Bill will not push around Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones will do what the hell he wants. Jerry Jones will get a memo from Bill saying, hey, listen, okay, don't talk about this, don't talk about this. Jerry Jones will go on the radio show and do it. Arthur Blank, who's never won anything, Ever, other than Home Depot, okay, great job by him. Congratulations. Okay, the home, I mean, home, home improvement store that I where I was an employee, by the way. Mm. Um, that's the easy one for Bill. I can push him around. He's desperate. He doesn't know what he's doing. He's tried a bunch of different other avenues, and he wants it quickly. Would it be the same in L.A. for the Chargers? Spanos is a putz. Come See, on. I know, but the thing about L.A., it's just – I, I you can't, can't see, envision I Bill can. there. Maybe I should. Yeah, Maybe no. I should. I can envision Harbaugh there. I can too. Because he, he was in a West San Coast Diego. Guy, yeah. He was in. Um, uh, he was up in uh, uh, for for Stanford for a long time. He recruited in that area. He knows it well. He recruited my nephew, like to Stanford, mm-hmm. and I and I remember like it was yesterday. So uh, that one seems more. Here's, acceptable than Bill going see, to dealing with the, the the not like Atlanta doesn't have traffic their traffic is horrible oh too. my god you know but their facility is at least in a different area it's in Buckhead or something like that well or no, no. The Atlanta, oh, no, no Atlanta Buckhead. has their own into their place is nice oh yeah okay but the 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 Chargers practice in a different location and they, they obviously like bus to the games or maybe they don't mean bus thing if they just drive themselves into the game but they they practice. Their practice facility is in, is in a different city. Flowery Branch, Georgia. That's where the Oh, yeah, uh, that's the Falcons. Yeah, that's, yeah the Falcons. that's the Falcons one. Um, here's where Harbaugh might, might have an advantage over Bill. And this is what he should sell to all these teams. All these kids who are in college right now, I have recruited them. I got my finger on the pulse of what is about to come into the league. That's why if you're going to hire someone, hire me. Because I've got five years of experience already in recruiting these dudes that are coming into the league. That would be the that would be the thing to me that Harbaugh should push. And because again, you're com- I mean, you hate to say you're you want to denigrate the other guy, and you kind of do, but you don't. But in a way to highlight what you bring, you kind of 
do that organically. I would say that there's if if Bill walks into a room and Harbaugh walks in the room, who are you more enamored by? Bill. Absolutely. Yeah, because of the rings. It's it yeah. just the rings, the, the reputation, all the crazy. Like, there's a lot with Harbaugh, too. I can easily see him rolling into some kid's room, you know, some kid's house, and, like, sitting at the dinner table, and the parents go, oh, my God, this is Jim Harbaugh. This is crazy. Right. That would be different than. seconds of my meatloaf. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody ever wants seconds. He's just lying. He really would you cook like for it. Jim Harbaugh? I always think it's interesting, like, when the coaches come take the visits. Yeah. How many parents cook the meal themselves, and how many order out? Well, you know, uh, that that's the old Joe Pa thing, that if, if Paterno really liked you, because there was a kid that I played against from Mapletown. His name was Derek Bachna. And uh, he was a kid who ended up playing for Penn State. And apparently if Paterno really likes you, he comes to your house and he makes spaghetti and pasta. He makes it. He makes it. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was the one who would go in and, like, Make it to really try to hook Interesting. him Interesting. What a way to go. Imagine Jim Harbaugh came into your house and was like, uh, you know, uh, Mr. Lanny, we're interested in Benny, <laughs> but, you know, I feel like we should have a meal. And the guy tries to come in, he's clanging the pots and pans and stuff, and he's, you know, let me make a nice roasted chicken with some, uh, you know, fingerling potatoes and some corn or whatever. It is funny, though. Even, like, if you're if you're like a high-level coach and you got to go to these homes, because you always have the home visit. Oh, yeah. You can't, you really can't have any dietary restrictions. Like, you have to be open to eat everything because, God forbid, you disrespect mama can't who's do that. cooking the food. Or even the next level. Grandmama. Oh, yeah, because they're probably, yeah. If grandmama has made a spread, your ass is sitting down and eating. <laughs> I'm with you on that. Just got to just t- drink a bunch of Pepto and just, <laughs> you know, God, you can't be on a cleanse. You can't be on a juice cleanse. Uh, no dinner for the Red Sox. Give me the Clemson spread from the White House. Oh, the Clemson Ooh, spread? Was that Chick-fil-A or McDonald's? No, no. Oh, yeah. yeah. We, we have great burgers here, McDonald's. Uh, many, many fries. Many fries. Many, many <laughs> fries. It's great, I'll tell you. Whopper, Big Mac, big choice. I'll be watching. Oh, boy. Uh, who will be watching the Red Sox? Apparently, that is the problem, according to one writer in town. We'll get to that. And Tom Werner trying to clarify his words next. No, get those lights off.